0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Podcast. I am your host, Tim Petropoulos, here with the only two twins that had an epic showdown in week one of the fantasy season in our Money League last week. One twin scored the most points in the league. The other scored the second most points. Which one came out victorious? They know the answer. (laughs) You don't know who that is because they sound exactly the same. (laughs) But here we are. We are going into week two. Week one was a doozy. And Why? Stall any longer. Feels good to start okay. now. Feeling, right. Feeling okay. I've been up. High. I've been all way. Give yeah. you my all. Do what it takes. Sacrifice everything I ever could again. Yeah. Right. If if you guys were beers,
1: I would drink every one of you. And I, I wish you were cuz we're out.
0: I discovered how to do a soundboard guys. It's over. It's over.
1: It, w- get ready that one made literally no sense that's like, the best you can come it's up with. it's because i love you
0: guys you're you're but,
1: using a soundboard for the first time in your life and that's the best and you can we've come never up jason you know what to say to that we've never watched the simpsons either i hate you, know you. That family guy <laughs>
0: it's peter griffin
1: dog oh, that's not, see I, th- I thought it's either like over simpson it's hard har- Whatever. <laughs> family guy is super overrated too
0: you're wild and family guy's great yeah you watch it all the time i mean i have a You've life never so sat down I don't... and watch family guy yes i have of course i have no <laughs> I'm not buying it
1: you're Timmy is a family guy Yo do you like yeah, Ted da, 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 da. It's yeah. basically the same thing Nah Ted's better
0: Nah what do you mean Ted's better It's the same thing Just cause Seth MacFarlane You just touch my ass in there. <laughs> That's not That's not any of the movies That's Ted dude <laughs> That's Night at the Roxbury That's Night at the Roxbury Wow <laughs> no, Michael, You're really <laughs> off today But yeah, like, hopefully out. Michael is on With his fantasy analysis Because last week it was Guys We're just gonna flex here For a, super, for a little bit of a moment At Broto Fantasy on Twitter By the way Spread the word. Listen, spread the word. Because honestly, some of these guys that are on the waiver wire that you got that I saw people pay forty four dollars. Somebody paid forty one dollars in our league for George Kittle, a guy you would have owned if you had if you listened to us. I saw someone pay twenty, I think twenty five dollars for Quincy and Unwa. A guy you would have had way higher than
1: that too. I've seen
0: a guy you would have had George Kittle. Had you listened, I was talking George Kittle about, was
1: one of my hat hangers. I mean, excuse me, Quincy Unwa. George Kittle was one of my picks in one of our polls at the end of last season. Like, who's going to be the best player of the bunch or something? We, the surprise player of next year or something. Yeah. You had George Kittle there. What else? There's
0: a, there's a bunch of other... Oh, if you had, if you were playing Sammy Watkins, we said not to play We told Amari you not Cooper. to do that. Oh, Amari Cooper, one catch for nine yards. Killing we it. You, we told you to stay away from him. Listen, we don't usually flex on this show, but sometimes it's time. It's time. If you listen to us, you will win championships. We promise. Announcement alert, guys. What's what's the
1: announcement soundboard noise? You have to find find the noise. Damn, you put me on the spot an right now. Yeah, you can't yeah. be putting him on the spot, man. You got to give him at least a little time. Let's fill in with a little game I like to call. How about that? Anonymous Animal of the Week. <laughs> oh, shit. We have an anonymous animal. <laughs> I know the answer already. On our rankings. Dude, stop looking at them. You ruined this game forever. Tim,
0: it starts with a J. J, uh, Jackrabbit. Nope. Close. Um, jackal. Nope. Close again. Um, that was close. <laughs> add a little bit to the end of Jackal. <laughs> Jackal-lantern.
1: <laughs> Jackalope. Jackalope. What? There's what one that? that's easier. Is that a it thing? Starts with a T. T-Rex. I like turtles. Tiger. Turtle. <laughs> Y'all have a tur- turtle tattoo. So and you're going to go and swipe turtle for me? Josina Anderson expects Leonard Fournette to play in Sunday's game with the Patriots. Honestly, as a person going up against Fournette and Yeldon... I'm happy with
0: that news. That's that's interesting. So, you, you'd rather go up against Yeldon in that situation because we're so high on Fournette because of the no. situation, not necessarily the player.
1: What but, I'm saying is, I'd rather, as ra- someone facing them, I would rather Fournette play. Right. Because there's you'd a rather. There's risk Fournette. of injury, there's risk of sh- uh, sharing the ball, there's risk of him just not performing as good with a banged up leg.
0: We'll get to that and everything we need to know. Let's get to the games. Thursday night, tomorrow, uh, right off the bat, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Let's go to that Baltimore game. That Baltimore game was absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it, was it was horrible. Um, another thing that we told you was going to happen, we told you to, let, to sit Shady McCoy if you could. We told you to sit Kevin, Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin should never be in a lineup. So we told you to sit all these guys and if you did, this game kind of came out exactly the way we did. We, we expected it. The one thing that Didn't happen the way we expected it. Alex Collins starts the game off hot, gets a touchdown, and then fumbles. Doesn't see the field until the second half. Gets the first two carries the second half, and then doesn't see the field again. Um, What do you make of it? Do you think this is just kind of a game script they didn't want to get him hurt, or do you think that he's actually in the doghouse? I personally
1: thought that the game script idea was getting a little overplayed. I thought that Alex Collins wasn't necessarily someone I trusted going into the season, because Baltimore's loved Kenneth Dixon for years now, but it always seems like he's hurt or suspended, and now Kenneth Dixon is hurt again. Yep. So I no longer have any concern about Alex Collins. I'm not worried about what happened last week because there's no more competition. There's Buck Allen, and Buck Allen is just gonna be the change of pace back. So Alex Collins will do his thing. Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit. I wasn't too concerned. I th- I thought of it kind of like uh like Jordan Howard last year. Remember after week one with Terry Cohen coming out and Jordan Howard not having a great game? Yeah. Everyone was like, oh my god, Jordan Howard was a terrible pick. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up with 1,400 yards again. People overreact after week one. Collins, he, he's the guy there. And I do think game game script had a little bit to do with it. It's not like they weren't up by 40 points. I'm going to be talking
0: about an example of that a little later. I think a lot of people are, are quitting on Matthew Stafford after that one game. Kind of like they quit on Kirk Cousins in the beginning of last year. Jason, you remember that. I remember Jason coming in here, and everyone was saying, drop Kirk Cousins, and Jason's like, perfect, trade him to me. I'm t- I'll take him. Yeah. I feel that way about Matt Stafford, but let's let's stay on this game. Buck Allen is the passing back. I, I think he's a good pickup if Ken Ken Dixon's hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you think you can play him against the, the Bengals? Dixon? No. No, I'm not Dixon. Dixon's how? What are you talking Buck about? Buck Allen. Sorry, Allen. I mean, no. Yeah. You don't think you could play him? Of course not. Not in a flex spot? No. I don't know. He got a lot of action. I mean, he's the pass-catching guy,
1: I, and they were down 40 points. I wouldn't be surprised if this game ends with the uh, defense scoring the most points. So Let's a not backup f- running back is not something I want to be part of.
0: Let's not forget our favorite thing to say, though, last year coming into the season, is Joe Flacco loves throwing the running backs more than anybody else. I think there is something to keep. Keep an eye on Buck Allen. I think he's worth it. Um, The passing game. Completely different. Michael Crabtree, John Brown, Willie Sneed. They all looked good. Uh, all caught touchdowns. So, 30, keep, cut, trade. And why? Michael Crabtree, John Brown, Willie Sneed.
1: I'm going to keep John Brown because I think his value was uh, better than anyone else's on that team. You got him late. And he's proven that if he's healthy, he can perform. I'm going to trade Crabtree for his name. And I'll cut Willie Sneed. Yeah, I'm cutting Willie Sneed. And I'm trading... Crabtree and John Brown. <laughs> if I had to keep one, I'd keep John Brown. But people seriously view Michael Crabtree as a wide receiver, too. It's absurd. I find that completely mind-boggling. I don't care that he scored a touchdown last week. He was facing Buffalo, and they scored 40 points. That's a good second. All right. And he had three Good last season,
0: though.
1: I agree. We have Crabtree as our 39th-ranked wide receiver, and uh, that's about it from that game. John Brown comes in at 48. So from that team, not that game. Joe Flacco has never thrown more than two touchdowns in his career against Cincinnati, and that's a lot of games against Cincinnati. That is two games a year against yep. Cincinnati. He's never thrown more than two touchdowns. We released right. our rankings, by the way. That's that's what Jason is referencing. Our yes. week two rankings. So check those out on
0: Twitter. Someone, uh, also, uh, in a lot of our leagues last week. Just a real quick shout out. We play in the draft with Giants League with a bunch of, uh, with a bunch of. Giants, Giants, with Industry a bunch of Giants. professionals! And what happened last week? I win one to nothing. <laughs> well, it was supposed to say one and zero, but yeah, we won. Um, it, well, it's best ball.
1: We <laughs> came in second, but we have our second best score, so, so it's a great start. Well, okay, fine. Uh,
0: <laughs> winning, we're winning. Um, Hashtag winning. Uh, Nick Boyle, nah, right? No, nah. Come okay, on. Joe Flacco looked really good. Listen. You think Joe Flacco got a little Alex Smith in him? Like, the rookie's behind him, and I'm going to have the best year of my career after being kind of sucky for three years? Absolutely Listen, not. man. Joe Flacco is what?
1: What is this year in his league? Like, ninth, tenth year in the league I mean, league same now. with Alex
0: Smith, though. More.
1: Alex Smith, I think, is even older than him. But, dude, he, he's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. He's had a big contract before. He's not just going to completely change the way he plays because there's someone backing him up now who's pushing him. It's not like he has no, uh, it's not like he doesn't want to win at football. Like, nothing changed from last year to this year. He's just not that good. Honestly, he's just not that good. And I know I've been seeing this stat pop up recently that he's been a QB1 in, like, the last five weeks or something of that, going back to last week, last year. I mean, but that's still not something I'm chasing. You're not chasing, you're not putting Joe Flacco in your lineup and be confident about it, especially on a Thursday night game. Those are notorious for being disgusting. Especially, I feel like the Ravens and Bengals play each other on Thursday night every
0: year, and every year it's a snooze fest. I, I'm not liking a lot of players in this game. You know that a lot of the time when you have Thursday night games, the offenses are behind the defenses. Um, I'm not crazy about the players, but if I'm, I'm playing Michael Crabtree in my wide receiver three, I'm playing John Brown in my flex. Um, I'm playing Alex Collins as my running back too, and I, I'm playing Buck Allen in the future, but not in this game.
1: I'm going to only, with an, act, only
0: with an injury for Buck Allen. Uh, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Joe Mixon, guys, this guy is getting Le'Veon Bell type work. Listen, and, I mean, it, we were we were flexing on the stuff we were right about, but we could be wrong about Joe listen, Mixon. Listen,
1: Joe Mixon. I'm not admitting defeat yet. No, no, not It was against the Colts. It was, it was not, against not the Colts. All. So a little bit of a grain of salt. But if you're a Mixon owner, you have to be pretty damn happy with what you saw. Especially Joe Bernard had one rush and one reception the whole game. Yeah.
0: He's he's droppable now, for sure. Unless you have him as a handcuff behind Mixon.
1: Anyone could do that against the Colts.
0: I would say temper expectations for Mixon. But Bernard uh,
1: used to have standalone value. If yester if last week was telling of how this season's going to go, he has zero standalone value.
0: Uh yeah, if you're a Mixon guy, right? Not necessarily the Mixon owner, but a guy who's trying to get Mixon at a price where you could afford him. Wait till after this game. I think he kind of has a little bit of dud against Baltimore. And then go for it, because his usage rate is out the, out the window.
1: I think this is a big game, because my expectation is that he's not going to do very well. Because that's the player he is. But if he does do well, then I'll
0: start to jump on the bandwagon. Um, Next up, Andy Dalton. No. He's definitely not streaming him this he week. He was
1: streaming territory last week against the Colts. Definitely not against the Ravens. They're definitely not. So what do you
0: think about A.J. Green, who had his
1: fumbleitis problems last week but still had a good game? I mean, A.J. Green is a player that you always need to start, and he's always... Even when he's not giving you wide receiver one numbers, he'll get you back in wide receiver three numbers. That's why this week I have him ranked at 17. I don't love the matchup here. At Baltimore and Cincinnati are never... It's never a high-scoring affair between those two. So... If he doesn't score a touchdown, it's not going to be a great week for him. But he's someone that you have to start. I have Greenman as a wide receiver one. I think he finds the end zone. I mean, it's not like it's not like the Ravens have a top-notch corner to line up with Green. They just have an overall good defense. So I could see Green having a, a pretty solid game and finding the end zone. I think A.J. Green's a good fade for those one-game DraftKings boards.
0: He's going to be very high-owned, and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that. if there's a little dud here. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens have always been really good against the tight end. Not starting Tyler Eifert here. I know you guys are not Eifert guys in general.
1: He only ran sixteen routes last week.
0: Yeah, they're they're bringing him along slowly. They don't want him to get injured. I mean, again. I have Eifert as my where do I got
1: him? Tight end thirteen, so right outside tight end one. Yes, he played under fifteen fifty percent of the snaps last week, but I mean, CJ Uzoma played over eighty percent. It's not like Uzoma is gonna keep the job away from Iver. They're just getting him back into the groove. And Tyler Croft actually only played a quarter of the snaps, too. So he played more than Tyler Croft. So he should play more again this week. I I don't think it's a terrible tight end.
0: Look, John Ross. Told you to work out. I told you guys about John Ross last week. He played well. He, he put up points for us in our, in our Dynasty League where we play together. I mean, not our Dynasty League, our best ball league. But this is, the type of go- this is the type of week that you're staying away from John Ross. This is
1: also – last week was also the week where he got out-snapped and out-targeted by Tyler Boyd. By Board. Tyler Boyd. John so Ross played no, – I'm still not – He played under 30% of the snaps.
0: This is John true. John Ross. But he's boomer bust. That's, how, that's what he is. No, I, I don't I, – I wouldn't even roster John Ross. Uh, Carolina at Atlanta is the next game unless you guys want to touch on any of these defenses. You're just skipping games, bro. All the all up the gazoo. All right, so the every every year to, we always do this. Yo, NFL <laughs> app has all the games <laughs> listed. These Google guys go too. on Google NFL schedule. I have a phone. Yeah, I have an app. I just
1: Google NFL schedule. It's the easiest way. Ay ay aye. But let me just touch we on that quick. I'm gonna say it again. Speak think... English.
0: What do you say? Both of those defenses Rush should hour. be started this week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, both They're those both defenses definitely defenses. be started. Alright, so Carolina, Atlanta. You guys ready? Sure. Let's go With to the, news flash the week. to you guys. We've I've been saying this on VM for the last two years. Atlanta's offense is not nearly as good as people make it out to be.
1: Their red zone offense isn't nearly as good because of Steve Sarkeesian.
0: Matt Ryan is not a, a start. Offense. Any week, especially in Carolina, especially when Luke Keekly is in the game. If he's not in the game, then maybe.
1: Man, Steve Sarkeesian gotta go. So Matt Ryan could be great again, and I could just tell you to shut up. When was he because ever great? When, when was he, he won, ever great without, without when he won an MVP?
0: Yeah. Besides, when he was with Shanahan, when was he ever great? Never. He was solid before that. too. I mean, he was he's solid. solid he now was never too. great.
1: But he's not a bad quarterback, and he's not an
0: average. He's an above-average quarterback. Tim, you could you could raise your voice all you want. The proof is in the pudding. Okay? Yeah, he's an MVP. The proof is in the pudding. Are you
1: ever gonna start him in fantasy? That first game, though, I could. Yeah. Are you ever
0: gonna start him in fantasy? No, oh, possibly. Yes. Not. yes. What do you mean? That, that first game,
1: his arm looked like. He was Chad Pennington. Honestly, didn't he didn't his arm team. look didn't his arm look weaker really than usual? Yes. It, it's it's a concern. It looked like Derek Carr. Derek Carr's terrible. I mean, I'm not streaming him this week,
0: so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Devonta Freeman. He didn't expect he didn't practice Wednesday, but is expected to play. Um, he busted a lot of teams last week, but not because he played well. Uh, he didn't play well. It's because he. Um, was injured. If he's not injured, I think you play him, you play him with confidence. On the other hand, Tevin Coleman was bad. Nine rushes for 19 yards, but he salvaged it with a touchdown. Um, How are you feeling about this backfield if Freeman can go?
1: So when we do our rankings, we assume health, and I have him at 21. I disagree with you completely. Um, If I have good backups on my bench, I would not be afraid of sitting Devontae Freeman. You might think it's an overreaction from week one, but these teams play each other a lot, and Devontae Freeman has averaged 40 yards per game in his career against Carolina. And even if he does play, he'll be playing hobbled, so Tevin Coleman will be getting more work. And like you said, Atlanta doesn't really score touchdowns in the red zone. So if Devontae Freeman's not scoring in the red zone, with that injury, I don't think he's breaking out a run either for a touchdown. So Devontae Freeman is not someone I like at all this week. Uh, I don't really agree with that. If he's playing, I think he's a solid RB, two. I mean, he. It's not like, like Timmy said. It's not like he just got outplayed by Tevin Coleman. It's he got hurt and he had to get taken out of the game. Devontae Freeman has done it for years, in a row. Now he's been super consistent as a top fifteen running back. I don't see why you wouldn't play him if he's healthy.
0: I, yeah, I, I, I wanna say you completely disagree with me. I, I, I said that I wasn't a giant fan of his. But... <laughs> I mean, you said he's a must start. I didn't say he's a must start. I said you're playing him. I think, I think unless you're in an eight man league, you're not. Playing anyone, You don't have anyone on your bench that's better than Devonta Freeman. I mean,
1: if you have a good receiving core and you have a better running back than him and then you also drafted, I don't know. I mean, if you got James Conner. All right, James White or Tevin Coleman? Tevin Coleman. Or Tevin Coleman? Or Devonta Freeman? <laughs> or Tevin Coleman. If Freeman plays White. No, I'd rather have Coleman. White or Freeman?
0: Freeman. Yeah. Chris Thompson or Freeman? That was very close, close for maybe. me. I went with Thompson. See, see, that's a that's a guy that could be on your bench that could take his place. Yeah,
1: that's a good. If if the if he's not practicing Thursday, maybe he gets a limited practice in Friday. Then maybe I'll consider. Like, I can't tell you how like much Chris Thompson over him. I love the Redskins this week against Indy.
0: Uh, Julio Jones. Um, listen, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Last Julio. last twenty times they attempted to connect in the red zone, have made one connection. Um. I don't understand what they're doing yards. exactly, uh, but he still got you some... G- if I'm a Julio Jones owner, I'm happy because he got me a giant game, but that game could have been so much more. It could have been one of those Julio Jones 250-yard kind of games. That's happened twice in a row against Carolina, and he's going to Carolina he's gonna this He's going to put weekend.
1: up 1,000 yards in this one game. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Yeah, I mean, I like him a lot in this Remember game. Remember last year when they went to Carolina and... Listen to the ESPN, and they're like, James Bradbury's going to lock down Julio Jones. Yes, we talked about it all the time on the show because it was hilarious. Um, I'm Alst- going to— Sorry, go ahead. Austin Hooper is just a no. Definitely we don't. Tight end do two I consideration so a little I, I just bit, have a but. question real quick as we're moving on to the Panthers. Because it's blowing my mind. I see this guy being started in leagues. I see him being ranked as a wide receiver two or three in some things. Why is Devin
0: Funchess even rostered? I mean, I disagree with you. Someone tell me. That be- because he's the number one I option. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, he's the number one option. I don't Yo, want Devin Funches. Greg Olson on my team. is out. Funches was effective last year. Greg Olson out. I was just about to say, that even, no. even better now. I have ha- Funches as my wide receiver 30 this week. That's Yo, absurd. Can you understand Cam Newton was under pressure constantly last game. It's going to be like that every week. I mean, it could be, but the Cowboys' offensive Devin- line is also elite. Oh, well, He's not going to complete a Cowboys. single pass Def- all uh, year. defensive line, excuse me. The
1: Panthers have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. So Cam Newton's not going to complete a pass?
0: DJ Moore played 25% of the snaps last week. That's a guy who I was and super he, high on. You could probably release him.
1: Yeah, but then in That's week four, he's going to be playing over Devin Funches.
0: But in week four, yeah, then you've got to pick him up Funches,
1: again. is a terrible player.
0: I You're bugging out.
1: He's touchdown or bust with a terrible quarterback. I
0: don't, no, not without Greg Olson there. I agree. He was really a lot better without Greg Olson last year. He His numbers were good last year. I don't know what your problem with Devin Funches is. He was a really solid did. wide receiver three without Greg Olson last year. I don't understand either. No. <laughs> to say he's not even a bench piece is just stupid. I
1: have him ranked 50th, and I only put him there because we rank 50 people.
0: That's insane. I, I, I bet you he, he finishes higher than the 50th wide receiver next week. Do you want to bet that? <laughs> yeah. Well, right? no,
1: because you need four points to be the 50th receiver.
0: All right. All right. So we're, who's the 49th receiver that you have through. listed? amari cooper i will bet you that he'll has more points than amari cooper
1: i'm never betting on him <laughs> yeah i was gonna say too um all right that. so
0: let's talk about greg olsen a little bit besides the fact that uh devin is obviously uh makes out in this scenario ian thomas is his replacement now ian thomas someone you might not have heard of he is a spark freak athlete do you think that ian thomas is worth a look if you are the let's say delaney walker owner aka me who just picked him up today we had ian thomas at the Lower
1: end of our rankings. From I mean, excuse me, waiver rankings. So definitely someone to consider in deeper leagues. But, I mean, if I'm in a 12-team league, I'm not really looking at Ian Thomas.
0: until. Ian Thomas or Ricky Seals-Jones? RSJ. Ricky Seals. All day or day. day. Uh, or him or Austin Safarian-Jakins? You're talking about this ASJ? week? Or this week. ASJ. ASJ. Um, I'm not trusting Thomas yet to start. Okay, so I'm probably going to give you a bunch of guys that you're just going to say the other guy. Yep. Probably. Okay. Um, Cam, like we said, had no time to throw... Um, it's so funny because Cam Newton had 161 yards in the air, and usually that's worth about, what is that, four points, F- eight points? Can we
1: play with 20 or 25 points? 25.
0: So yeah. it's, it's what? Like six points. Six points. Six and a
1: half. You guys but want to a- he
0: also rushed for over 50 yards. He rushed for a touchdown. Yep. So he ends up getting you 18 points and not killing your team, although he's not giving you the Cam Newton performance. That's one of the reasons why you like Cam so much. Uh and like you guys said, he has a history against the the Falcons. Not a good one. Tell us about it. Uh, I have him ranked 10th this week, and I was
1: tempted to put him even lower. But you just can't because of his legs. He's never thrown more than one touchdown against a Dan Quinn Atlanta defense, and he's never been a quarterback one in three games against them. Dan Quinn has his number. Well, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum here. I have Cam Newton as my quarterback, too, this week. Yeah, okay. that's Because I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout this weekend. The Falcons just lost Keanu Neal. They just lost Deion Jones. And shout out to Evan uh Evan Silva for this tidbit here if you don't follow him. He's a great guy. The Falcons allow underneath running back receptions. Like they're top five in the league and allowing underneath running back oh, receptions. Every year they're why they give up the most in the league. Yeah, because their linebacker unit is fast and they could catch up to the running backs. Deion Jones is out the year. Mm-hmm. He was the leader of that linebacker pack. And now Christian McCaffrey, who's already one of the best ca- pass-catching backs in the league, is going to have no one to catch him. And they can't just change their defensive scheme.
0: And if you want to put a safety on him, guess what? Keanu Neal's out. Yeah,
1: and they can't just change their defensive scheme in five days completely. Right. So I think Cam Newton, sure, he usually has bad success. But I will not be surprised if Christian McCaffrey over has over 100 yards receiving this game. Just from little dump offs from Cam Newton,
0: especially because C.J. Anderson only saw twelve snaps last game. I don't really think he's a a threat at all. If you ha- if you have C.J. Anderson on your roster, I think you can let him go. Cam but Newton's gonna get fifteen points. No, I will bet you he goes over fifteen. If we're gonna make a bet,
1: make it seventeen. I'm, I'm good with seventeen. Shake on it. There you go.
0: Hey, bad. our first twin twin on twin crime here. Uh, <laughs> one more thing, Torrey Smith worth an ad. He got he was the number two receiver without a doubt.
1: No. Yeah. I've never been a Tory Smith guy.
0: Not, not on
1: uh, the, not on Carolina. Let me. I I want to talk about CMC's outlook real quick though. Okay. I glorious. He, I agree. He's a great play this week. You're not uh, concerned at all about what happened last week. He finally got a red, red zone, zone carry. Last he week. finally got a red zone carry. Fumbled it. And then the next time they're in the red zone, they give it to Cam Newton. It in. You know what else happened last and week? And uh, if you look at their snaps. Christian McCaffrey played on 86% of the Panthers snaps, but in the red zone he only outsnaps CJ Anderson eight to four. Okay, that's the red zone. That's it's, completely different. Even, he doubled him up. Yes, yeah. I I am aware of that. Eight to four but is a but he played out-snap. 86% of the snaps. So basically, what so from 86 is being to said is The time that he
0: wasn't on the field was in the red zone. I I don't know. He, you just said he got a red zone carry, and yes, he did fumble it. But I'm not too concerned about it. I, I'm not drafting and playing Christian McCaffrey for his red zone prowess anyway, guys. Christian McCaffrey. He's gonna catch ten
1: passes. Was also top five in the league in broken tackles last week. So, he's not gonna score touchdowns. Is my point.
0: I don't know how you could be so sure about that. He just won't score red zone touchdowns. Um. All right. So let's move on to our next game. It is the I keep wanting to say L A Clippers because it's L A C. Go, Chargers, go. Uh, The Chargers at the Buffalo Bills. Let's start with the Bills because there's not much to talk about on that side. Josh Allen starts. Does he help anyone on that team?
1: If anything, LaShawn McCoy, just because if he's competent and keeps them within 10 points, not going to (laughs) happen, for a quarter, (laughs) LaShawn McCoy will get some work. That's about it. You're not starting anyone else on the Bills. McCoy is the only person you're considering. And even so, can't
0: really feel great about him in this game. Not for nothing, I told people to bench McCoy last game. You guys told me it was crazy. You can't bench McCoy. I was talking to a guy in our league. Shout out to Steph. He usually knows his shit. In this, in this case, not so much. I go, you got to sit him. He's like, no way. I'm playing him every week. You're not. He's not an every week starter this week, year, and that's why I didn't want to touch him at all in any draft. Good luck trying to figure out which week Shady McCoy is going to be there for you. I haven't um, go um,
1: got touched on this guy yet, but right now I'm starting Alfred Morris over LaShawn McCoy. Alright, oh, we'll get into that later. Real quick, Kelvin Benjamin, uh, another guy I'm shouting out, Scott Barrett, he does this thing where he gets, it's called actual opportunity, where he takes, like, the chances that receivers get and, like, the pass attempts, the yards of separation, things like that, and how many PPR points they were supposed to get, just based on, like, the algorithm. Kelvin Benjamin was supposed to have 15.7 PPR points last week, he ended with 2. That's, That's how bad Benjamin so. and Peterman were. And it's not like Josh Allen. You know, I mean, Timmy knows me and Jason hate Josh Allen. I, I like Josh Allen. I don't know if I Timmy like him thinks personally. Josh Allen's going to come in here and I don't sh- think he's ready. change the bills. I don't think he's ready. But,
0: I mean, I don't know why Colin Benjamin's rostered. All right, so Charles Clay? No. Rookie quarterback? All right. Chargers. Let's go to the Chargers. Char- uh, Philip Rivers had a very nice game. He plays against a team that you can definitely score on. No. I say fire up all your Chargers. Now, here's the thing. Keenan Allen's a beast. You're mm-hmm. charging him up. Let's not even talk about him. He's going to have a big game. Let's talk about the wide receiver situation outside of that. You Don't saw Mike me. Williams, you saw Mike Williams not get involved at all and then have 5 catches for 81 yards and look really good while he was doing it. You also saw Calvin Ben I mean uh, Travis Benjamin drop a a long pass and you saw Tyrell Williams drop a touchdown
1: and then catch a touchdown.
0: Right, but Mike Williams did most of his damage out- outside of those two drops. How much are you looking into that situation you cannot start mike williams period no i don't how do you guys say that he He didn't get any work until the fourth quarter when they were down no it wasn't he got work in the third quarter he
1: played 25 percent of the snaps he played significantly less snaps than keenan allen tyra williams and travis benjamin tyra williams yes he dropped a 40-yard touchdown but he got the space to be open on 40-yard touchdown this is all about jobs like that happen julio dropped a pass like that last year and then tyra williams caught a pass in the red zone something he's not even known for if the browns were down the entire game, and then Higgins came in in the fourth quarter and killed it. No one will be talking about starting Richard Higgins this week.
0: That's basically what happened. I don't think that a person who comes in for a Chargers team when it's a two-minute drill is a bad person to own. So you're going to start someone who is only in for I mean, two I'm not going to—I'm probably—well, if I'm going to start him any week, it's going to be this week.
1: That's crazy. No, I disagree. I would start. I started be, him last week, and he gave me good numbers. No, they're going to beat the Bills by like thirty-two. Yeah, they're 30 going to beat too. the Bills. He's not going to play. It's going to be a Keenan Allen, Philip Rivers, Melvin
0: Gordon game. I don't know. I think Tyrell Williams has a uh, boom-bust potential. It's a tough. It's a tough decision with any of these three guys. Right now, I'm not. I'm comfortable playing Mike Williams of the three, but I'm You're not crazy. really excited about playing either one of these three guys. And if you think Tyrell Williams is the answer, I just I don't know what to tell you. That's it's just, He's not. I uh, don't understand. the hate for Tyrell Williams. I'm never going to understand it. It's not hate. It. It. It's just facts. He's a good receiver. Antonio Gates. He has 1,000 yards. Okay. Antonio Gates, teeny dependent. You're guessing with him. It's Virgil a wild guess. a looks He looks super fat.
1: He's old. He, <laughs> he was, was retired. He was eating nachos last week on the couch. For, for real, him. yo.
0: He looked like he was running and his belly was like. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Um, <laughs> let's go to the next game. Minnesota at Green Bay. This one should be a. As Nick likes to say, bar fight in the NFC North. This one's going to be a doozy. Packers, the big question, is Aaron Rodgers going to play? That's really the entire question of this entire Green Bay offense. So let's act like Aaron Rodgers is going to play. You're obviously starting Aaron Rodgers no matter what, even though he's playing the Vikings defense. Don't even think otherwise. The Vikings, though, blitzed only nine times all game last year. I mean, last week, and pressured the QB on 50% of the backdrops, dropbacks. That is remarkable. Remarkable. That is a problem. So good. Front seven. And then when you're not when you're done with the front seven, Harrison Smith and well, in my opinion, the best safety duo in the league in Minnesota is all over you. And then you got Anthony Barr as a linebacker. And then you got what's his name on the outside shutting down number one Xavier receivers, Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. That's a scary defense. But if there's anyone that could beat them, it's Aaron Rodgers. So yep. right now Devontae Adams Questionable. Didn't practice on Wednesday. That's the last we heard of him. Um, you're firing up Devontae Adams, but with ev- with every one of these guys, temper your expectations. Although Aaron Rodgers does have a tendency to let up the Vikings when others cannot. Um, this is a very different Viking team, though, than it was two years ago. Um, Cobb coming off a huge game. Fluke, or is this a guy that you could start in your flex?
1: In the last six games that Aaron Rodgers has fully played without getting injured, uh, Randall Cobb has averaged 17 points per game ppr so it's not a fluke he's good when aaron Rodgers is playing and he's coming out of the slot that's where you want to try to beat minnesota in terms of Devontae adams he's never had more than 55 yards against minnesota and now he's dealing with an injury i've always said he's a little too touchdown dependent for my taste i wouldn't be surprised if he's outscored by geronimo allison again um i don't think he gets outscored by geronimo allison i don't I i wouldn't uh, bet on it If I had to start one It would be Devontae Adams But I wouldn't be surprised I have Devontae Adams Outside my top 12 This week I have him at 13 But like you said It's Aaron Rodgers Devontae Adams Is only Real threat Other than Randall Cobb But he's the slot guy Just working in the middle Of the field So I, f- I feel like Devontae Adams Will turn in A solid performance But Tamper your expectations To Not having 100 yards
0: And a touchdown Geronimo Allison Hauls in 5 catches he catches a touchdown pass. I are you confident enough to call him a flex play week in, week out? I think it's it's safe to say that if you the number two receiver is the only receiver that had any success last year against the uh against Minnesota.
1: He's gonna be seeing Trey Wayne's. Trey Waynes is beatable.
0: Trey although has improved lately, has been better.
1: He, he's more beatable than Xavier Rhodes.
0: That is undoubtedly true. <laughs> so I mean, Geronimo Allison, is he someone that you're comfortable starting here, or are you going with someone else? I'm not doing it. If just, he
1: has another quality game this week, then I'm going to feel more comfortable starting him in the future. But right now, he's in my flex area. I have him as the 44th wide receiver. Another guy that uh, you probably would have rostered if you listened to our podcast already and not had to pay fab money or spend a waiver pick on him. What? Just saying. <laughs>
0: um, Jimmy Graham. He was quiet, touchdown dependent, another guy that we told you not to draft, another guy. Even
1: even in comeback mode, he was nowhere to be found. And listen, like last year, uh, Jimmy Graham played like half the snaps or so for Seattle, would come in in the red zone, you know, do work. He played 90% of the snaps last week, so it's not like he wasn't on the field and he still only did one catch because the Packers don't use their tight end and every year the Packers tight end is hyped up as if he's going to explode
0: the next year. it just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: This is the last shot I'm giving Jimmy Graham.
0: Uh, Jamal Williams didn't have a great game, but someone made up a valid point. I was listening to a different podcast, and they said Jamal Williams is really good in pass coverage. And if you go back and watch, he's a really good pass protector. Aaron Rodgers is hobbled. He's going to be on that field. Whether he's running the ball or not, it's going to be him.
1: Yeah, that's all true, but you don't start someone who blocks well.
0: But you do start someone who's going to be on the field and has the opportunity to make a difference. He
1: might not have the opportunity. If he's going to be blocking most of the time, the Vikings have a top three run defense. He's not going to have success on the ground. Listen, every year the Green Bay Packers main running back is a very good fantasy play. Last week it didn't work because they started the game slow. Then Kaiser came in. They, got, they were down a lot. Then Rodgers had to come in and pass every down. It's not going to be like that this game if Rodgers is able to start. I'm because of party poopers, that was so bad.
0: I don't, I don't know what <laughs> you, that to, was a, you, you need terrible. to improve your soundboard game. Yo, this is new grounds, yo. I have Jamal Williams as a low-end running back too this week. Uh, let's go to the Vikings. Dalvin Cook, kind of a rough return on the ground. You concerned at all? Not at all. I thought he looked great. Uh, he did not run well. I, I had a, I had the opposite opinion. I think he caught the ball great. He looked great in space, but in between that's tackle, all that matters to me. In the, Between the tackles, he didn't look great.
1: I told you last week, what are your expectations? And I said, they're not that high. I just want to see that he's healthy and that he looks good. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I saw. I saw that he was hard to get down. I don't care if he got tackled behind the line of scrimmage. He was still breaking a tackle and then getting hit by someone else. That's all I wanted to see last week, that he was healthy enough to carry some NFL players on his back. And he was doing it. So I'm liking his outlook. Yeah, he played 80% of the snaps after there was rumblings that he was going to split with Latavius Murray. He just got right back into his a bell cow roll. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it at all either. I think he's a great play this week. Latavius Murray seems like just a handcuff and a
0: pray he scores guy, so we won't talk about him.
1: You know, someone we did skip before, Austin Eckler. I think he's a sneaky flex play this week, man. If the Bills, I mean, if the Chargers pull out ahead by a lot. If they go up early, it's not a bad yeah. call. Yeah. Just had to throw that out
0: there. I like Eckler. I actually picked him up in a couple. Of, I don't know why I skipped him over. That's my bad. He, I picked him up in a couple of leagues. He's one of the best handcuffs out there. He's... I think that he might have stand-alone he, value this
1: year. He does have a little standalone value as well.
0: Which is concerning if I'm a Melvin Gordon owner. I mean, Melvin Gordon, Gordon still got his work. Uh, yeah. Still concerning because he could have got more of his. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, where are we? Vikings. Guys, listen to this. If your league is having votes for whether to get rid of the tight end slot, and just, I know our league votes every year. Um, should we get rid of tight end and have two flexes instead? And I always vote yes, and everyone always votes no. <laughs> And this year, this week, is the perfect example of why Kyle Rudolph, one catch, one TD, finishes the tight end seven. Hell yeah, he did. Rudolph, baby, the red zone reindeer. One catch, one TD, tight end seven. All right. So that shows you the... But
1: extrapolate that. Yo, real quick though. Wide receivers, you start 36 of them. So seven out of 12, Michael, what's that out of 36? 21. 21. 21. All right. Robbie Anderson, a one catch for 40 yards and a touchdown. He ended with
0: 10 points. He was probably in the top 36 somewhere.
1: Did, did
0: someone, you, you, want to, you want me to go in and see if the, the top 36 receiver <laughs> had seven points? Because they didn't. Not. Nah, I can absolutely answer, guarantee. I, had 10 10 points.
1: I literally just said 10, 40 yards. Away. All right, but that's, 10 that's, that's, that's not seven. PPR. That's not seven. He's just saying it's um, one comparing catch for a positions. It's a
0: terrible comparison. No, it's not. Because only
1: 12 tight ends are started.
0: Relativity. Relative to comparison. the positions. So you're saying. It, you would so what you're saying is every single wide receiver three was better than the number one tight end, not the number one tight end, the number seven tight end. The number seven. What six, yes. I'm saying is it was a similar score to the number seven in
1: air quotes, because it's not actually the relative the number number relative, number seven, relative number, number seven for receivers. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling this. I'm feeling the relativity. Here. I wonder. I honestly <laughs> I
0: would like to I would like to see and it's too I can't host and look this up, but if someone could tweet at us how many. Wide receivers and running backs like flex spot people finished above Kyle, Rand, Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph. Fifty minimum. Anyway, um, the Will Adam Thielen get some volume? The same volume as he did last year? Question seems to be a moot point at, at this point. Twelve targets, hundred yards. He did his thing. Yeah. Oh man, I love Adam Thielen. Dude, Him I Vic- was I was in Vegas last week. Obviously,
1: I was at the uh, the FFPC live events doing live drafts. With like some of the best fantasy players out there in the world.
0: All right, flex on him. And
1: Stefan Diggs is going in the early third round, and Adam Thielen's going in the middle of the fourth. And it was just mind-boggling to me because I'm taking Thielen over Diggs all day, every day. I know you Ah. guys had Diggs greater than Thielen, but the the first game just continued exactly what happened last year. Thielen was the guy with a bunch of targets with a bunch of yards, and Diggs was the guy who was a little more touchdown dependent. Yes, Diggs caught the touchdown, but he ended with three catches and less than 40 yards on the day. With Thielen ending with 11 catches, uh, excuse me, six catches, 12 targets, and over 100 yards. I don't know what you're arguing about. I had them ranked like 12 and 13. So just because I so want Diggs a little more, I still think they're both great. No, I'm just and saying. I I just don't understand.
0: And I still want Diggs a little more. I agree. Nah,
1: nah, man. Um, <laughs> n- nah, man. Nah. Uh, I'll bet you guys Thielen is higher than Diggs. Season wise? Yeah.
0: I'll take that bet. Cool. Let me write
1: this down. Write it down, kid. Also, Kyle Rudolph, people are just bugging out because he had one catch as if it wasn't a touchdown and as if he's never had a one catch or two catch game in his life before at least it was a touchdown yeah man no one's complaining he was a tight end seven no people are bugging out like someone in our league who's a Kyle Rudolph owner just spent $30 on Jared Cook
0: that's because that person's an idiot (laughs) I would like to trade for Kyle Randolph because I just lost Rudolph Rudolph, because I just love I just lost Delaney Walker and I'm, I'm having a little bit of a heart attack
1: yeah, that sucks, man. This is
0: the third straight year where I get a giant injury in the first week or two. It's ridiculous. Um, Miami at the Jets. Although I did put up 180 points in the uh, the Broto Redraft League. Shout I'm out to those guys. I put up 160 points in our Dynasty League. I mean, our Keeper League that we play in Broto. So I was, I was excited about that.
1: In half PPR, Robbie Anderson was the 40th receiver
0: last week. Well, there you go. So he finished three points lower than the fortieth receiver. Not relatively comparable. No, there. not at all. Thank <laughs> a you. A little comparable. Uh, yeah, a little comparable to you with you your comparable. thick head. Uh, <laughs> Miami at the New York Jets is the next one. How about our Jets buddy? Yo. What's good? Yo. 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 Guys, Jason said something in a, in in a while we were watching the game. Which, by the way, as we were watching the game, we got so bored at the end that we made up another game which is going to take the world by storm. We, we made it up it's called sabotage. We're going to we'll share it. But um Jason's like, "Yo, this, the Jets are doing so good that it's kind of boring for the first time ever." And I have never been bored by a blowout on the Jets side last time I I've only been bored in other ways. Dude, Darren like Lee's way. second interception.
1: We all were just like yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> the first one we
0: jumped up, got mad hyped, the second one we we're like another one. I don't know if if the Giants, the Jets' defense is that good or the Lions are that bad or if it's just first it's game jitters. Um, I still I still support Lions players. We'll get to that in a second. But um, for Miami, I'm sorry, for the Jets, Sam Darnold, not a streamer yet, but if you're a two-quarterback league and you could have a quarterback on your bench, get him if you don't already. I'd rather start Darnold than Tannehill in a two-quarterback league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in this matchup particularly. Yeah. Uh, the star of the show is Quincy Anunwa, six catches for 63 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, listen, he looked exactly the way he looked right before he left. Uh, he looks like the perfect type of possession receiver for this team. Um, so, how do you feel about Quincy Anunwa and also Robbie Anderson? One target. That one target was a big catch to the house. Are you starting to panic if you're a Robbie Anderson owner? Anunwa never
1: left, he just got injured. This. He was a darling of the fantasy community for a little bit beforehand. People just forgot about him because he got injured. This guy is just an animal. He can do everything. His his uh comparison, his like spark athlete comparison, Josh Gordon. Boom. But what I'm saying is Robbie Anderson, not as concerned as others may be. Um one target isn't very warming, I guess to say. But Sam Darnold, let's be realistic, through like 17 meaningful passes last week. It's yeah. not a lot. Uh the Jets were leading the entire game, why take deep shots? When they did take a deep shot it worked. That's uh, what I'm they also wanted to ease in Sam Darnold a little bit, I feel like, cuz he wasn't really going deep. He'll go deep more throughout the season. So And Anderson was open. And Anderson was more times deep. people. Yeah. So and that's what Anderson does. I'm not I'm honestly like not worried about it if I drafted Robbie Anderson. Sure, it sucks that it was only one catch. But, I mean, he was still a 40-yard touchdown. Yeah. Last week I said I was a little concerned about him just because it was Darnold's first game Monday night. And, admit, and yeah, he got one target. So, I was right to be concerned. But I'm not concerned moving forward. Yeah. You, do, you keep financial records, don't you? Invoices, revenue reports, taxable income. You kidding me? I got a whole closet full. Here. Yeah. Call yeah. keepers.
0: <laughs> They're called keepers. From some dodgeball, no? No. No. That was dodgeball? Yeah, man, they're called keepers. That's one of the funniest parts of dodgeball when he has no idea where his financial records are and and he goes, I call these my keepers. I, they're called keepers. It's so funny. Anyway, Robbie Anderson, keeper. Um, Powell and Crow both had the same number of offensive snacks, the exact same number. Uh, Trent uh, Cannon got on the field a little bit. Well, we, oh, we were so the At the end, yes. Um, who do you like more in this particular game? You going Powell or you going Crow? This is so tough because... You basically know one of them is going to end as a running back too. I it's almost guaranteed because Miami, as as good as they did look, Deion Lewis did well. The Jets also just like to use their running backs. So
1: if I'm choosing one uh, this week, I'm choosing Crowell because last week he seemed like the uh, goal line back. So I'd be more inclined to go with him because they're both got a similar amount of carries. Powell got a little more work in the past game, but if you're gonna have two people who got a similar amount of work. You want the guy who's gonna score the touchdowns. So this week I'm a I'm cooler with Crowell than Powell, haha. <laughs> <laughs> but I have Bars. them ranked back to back, thirty three and thirty four. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning Powell here. I like the uh, I like his what he brings to the table a little more than Crowell. He could run, he could catch, and uh, I just feel like he has a better opportunity this week against the Dolphins. But I mean. Is, it's it's pretty much a toss up. I have them pretty similarly close as, uh ranked as well. The Jets they just go back and forth each drive of Powell and Crowell, and it's two great guys to go back and forth with. So,
0: all right, uh, no Jets tight end loves. Forget that. No. I mean, uh, Neil Can- Sterling had a couple catches there. Okay then, Kansas City at Pittsburgh is our next game. Up. We didn't
1: talk about the Dolphins guy. Oh, we didn't talk I know we're very happy about the Jets, and we just want to ignore their opposition.
0: But here's who you can't ignore. Kenyon Drake was on the field three-quarters of the snaps.
1: That's what I'm saying. People are looking and being like, Frank Gore was so good last week. Frank Gore. I mean, he was. Out yardage, Kenyon Drake. Well, guess what? Drake played 46 snaps. Gore played 18. So, Kenyon Drake, buy low while you can. Uh, He had 14 carries. Gore had nine. What I like more, Gore had seven routes run. Drake had 24. So the better games will come. Also, how do you expect an NFL running back to get into a rhythm with two different hour-long thunder breaks in the middle of the game? Thunder. Uh, how about cutting him a little slack here, folks? Because people are pissed off that he didn't score more than like ten.
0: Relax, it's one game. Yes. Um. Who? I mean, he still can he? I mean, hold on, hold on, because I want to think about this. Are we going to talk about? Kenny Stills first? Or are you talking about Ryan Tannehill first? Because I think they both go hand in hand. Ryan Tannehill had a better game than a lot of people expected. He looked good in his first game back after a year. Yeah, he sure, looked okay. Sure, what sure. does this mean for guys like Albert Wilson, who came out kind of came out of nowhere as well, and uh, Kenny Stills? I mean, Albert Wilson got paid. He did. But I'm talking he about in this him.
1: game in the fantasy world. There's nobody I'm trusting on that Dolphins offense that isn't named Drake and that isn't named Stills. Stills has ended as a wide receiver 25 or better in the last four games Devontae Parker hasn't played. So he's a good number one wide receiver. So you got to trust him. But Amendola had six targets. Wilson had a similar amount. Jakeem Grant played like 24 snaps mm-hmm. and had seven targets. Yeah. So you Five can't catches. trust
0: any of those people there except for Kenny Stills. He's, also, a, he's a
1: little bit of a dart throw, Jakeem Grant.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, also, he can run it back to the house. He did
1: so. yesterday. I mean, last week he ran one back to the house. A, uh, We actually drafted him in one of our best ball leagues because it it's a return yardage league as well. Yeah, Jakeem Grant got us thirty eight and a half points.
0: Damn, yeah. we with that. Um, anyone else you want to talk about on the Miami side?
1: Uh, Mike Isicki only played 25% of the snaps, so he's being eased in, so he's not usable with A.J. Derby playing the majority of the snaps and not even getting one catch, so don't look there for tight ends.
0: Uh, would you start Frank Gore in this game? No. Yeah, definitely no. I just wanted to make sure because I don't think we made that clear. Uh, Kansas City at Pittsburgh. Let's go right at Pittsburgh. John Connor led the league in snaps. John Connor.
1: John Connor. He got every single Steelers running back touch and only sat for two
0: plays. Like I said, led the league. He is is a running back one going forward. Now, usually when you have a running back one, you say to yourself, yeah, I'm keeping this guy. Here's the only problem. You don't know if he's going to get benched at any time. So if you are a John Connor owner, let's not even worry about the Le'Veon Bell. We asked we asked that question last week. What are you doing? Because for me, could I just tell you personally and see if you guys like the like the idea? I'm in a dynasty, not a dynasty league, a uh, keeper league, mm-hmm. and I have John Connor, James, James Connor, James Connor. Excuse me. Isn't John Connor the Terminator? The Terminator. Terminator. <laughs> I oh, have here James comes Connor the
1: Terminator soundboard, right? So That's what I, I thought you were gonna do. Uh, I mean, I could, but I don't have it
0: open. I actually have the dodgeball soundboard open uh but yeah whatever so So you can dodge a wrench (laughs) so I'm trying to acquire Le'Veon Bell and I'm trying to acquire him at a discount I offered someone Royce Freeman and Tyler Lockett now that's definitely a definitely a no in otherwise but he said no to me on that but he said I was close I think I'm gonna keep working him a little bit Even
1: if I don't have James Conner, I'm trading Freeman for Bell.
0: I mean, of course. So what are you giving up if you are the James Conner owner trying to acquire Le'Veon Bell? What are you giving up? Personally, I'm doing nothing. Really? You're not even trying to acquire him? I I want no part. Whoever got
1: picked up or drafted James Conner, all the power to you. Whoever drafted Le'Veon Bell sucks for you. I want no part in it. I'm not giving... I don't want to give up a valuable asset for a guy who not play next week. I don't want to give up a valuable asset for a guy who might not play to week 10. All right, Debbie Downer. But if you... I'll tell you what I offered. <laughs> because I am a counter owner with players on the bench. I offered J.A. Jai and Kyle Rudolph for Love on Bell.
0: Okay. has not been responded to that.
1: as of yet. This is a guy who just lost to Laney Walker. I don't think I'd take that if I was a Bell owner. Mr. LaFleur, I can assure you... This is a very serious situation. Yeah, no, I okay. This is extremely serious, Mrs. Uh-
0: this is a very serious situation that we have going on here. This is I'm
1: I'm like you gotta go home. Usually, and you're like good at these things. <laughs> yeah, you do need practice. That was a,
0: that was good. It's way too long, man. That one was a little <laughs> too long. blame the blame the, the soundboards. Um, Antonio Brown. Oh, Big Ben, at home against a suspect defense. Charge him up. Would you rather play Big Ben or Pat Mahomes in this game? Pat Mahomes. Big Ben. I'm playing Big Ben. I don't like 100%.
1: Big Ben this week.
0: Can we talk he about Pat so Mahomes real quick? I know he was on the road, but no, no, we'll, talk, we'll get to we'll get to him in a second. Let's get to the Steelers first. All right. We're almost there. We're almost there. Relax. Take it easy. Uh, Slow your <laughs> road, Antonio Brown's up. a wide receiver one, of course. Um, I think Juju Smith Schuster is someone that I hot take could get out of the top thirty six this week. He's playing uh Whoa, he's that's paying. the worst thing I've ever heard. That is the worst take I've ever heard. Yeah, I, haven't su- I have him ranked as my eleventh receiver. I have him
1: as a wide receiver
0: one. Okay. So, he is facing Kendall Fuller, who is one of the best slot corners in the league. Oh, get out of here! Uh, he is the only good player on that defense, uh, in terms of covering. And I think Juju gets uh, you know phase out of the game. You know what Kendall Fuller did last week? He let Randall Cobb
1: score a seventy-five-yard touchdown at the end of the game. I, yeah, Kendall Fuller. I mean, that's. Did not a, play I think that was well.
0: definitely a difference. You know type what Geronimo situation.
1: Allison did? Put up seventy yards and a touchdown. You know what Devontae Adams did? Same thing. So
0: you know what? So you're gonna throw away his entire career because he had one bad game. That makes sense to a bunch.
1: Wait, hold on. I'm talking about the Bears here. You were saying Kendall Fuller. Yes, Kendall Fuller is on the Chiefs. You're He's talking, on about the Chiefs, Kyle Fuller, I'm talking about Kyle you're Fuller. You're talking about Kyle Fuller. Well,
0: yeah, different Fuller. <laughs> okay then.
1: Either way, I think you're not smart. Antonio Brown and Juju accounted for almost sixty percent of Big Ben's targets last week, and why I think it's going to go up.
0: It's them two and James Conner. That's the entire offense. Yeah. Unless my dart throw of the week turns out. Justin Hunter's my dart throw of the oh week. Justin goodness. Hunter was on the field 61% of the snaps. He out snapped James Washington by a shit ton. Here we By go. the way. And Orlando Skandrick got absolutely eaten alive last game. It's his lack of skill. Dude,
1: your argument is even worse. Why? Now that I remember the actual <laughs> color. He played the Chargers where... Travis Benjamin should have had two 50-yard touchdowns. Tara Williams should have had two touchdowns. He caught one. Mike Williams, uh, Keenan Allen, all these people had great games.
0: None of them. No, he's the he's the slot corner.
1: It doesn't matter. It
0: Keenan does Allen. totally matter. No, Keenan okay. Allen torched. He lit him up. Dude, yo, right, way. if you guys are, are basing how good someone is on whether Keenan Allen has success against you, that's your problem. We're not saying Kendall Fuller is a bad player.
1: Is Juju closer to Keenan Allen or... Who's a bad slot or Danny Amendola? He's closer to Keenan Allen. In what
0: metric? Dude, Juju is very In good. talent.
1: Kansas I think, City he, I think he has a
0: bad game this year,
1: this week. Kansas personally. City allowed the most points. So let's bet. How many points are you willing
0: to go? I don't know what you're talking about. How many points are you willing to overall go What well, As Juju? an offense or fantasy points? Fantasy, Juju. Uh, 14. A solid that's a good
1: game. game. You said outside of your wide receiver thirty. All right, you, I
0: said it, he could be. I'm <laughs> not making any guarantees, but I think he gets. I think he has Riddle a worse that. game ben, than you expect.
1: We've th- we've disagreed on takes before, but this is a terrible one in my opinion. I will. I guarantee I you that wait he finishes. For Sunday. How about
0: this? I guarantee you that he finishes closer to wide receiver three than he does wide receiver one. I mean, that's a odd. <laughs> no, it's not. Jason for it's, Jason to end to inside top twenty four.
1: Yeah, it's always easier to end closer to wide receiver three
0: because. But you're saying he has a good week, no, and I'm saying he has a bad one. No,
1: because Justin Hunter can catch one 90-yard touchdown, and then he's a wide receiver one. This is the truth. So that's not an argument I want to make. Why? I want to argue points, because 14 points nah, is not you said wide, wide receiver one. three in a typical week.
0: Nah, you said wide well, receiver Well, he hasn't met wide receiver 11, so fringe. And you, things happen. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm, I'm going rankings, all right? I'm ranking. If Jason, you if you want Juju, be you want a wide ste- receiver two or
1: better. Just yes. answer the man. Yes. All right. No, wait, wait, wait. I said
0: I said closer, so it's wide receiver one and a half or better and I get two and a half or worse. Oh, so,
1: so. Juju has to be better than Wide Receiver 18. So yes, we yeah, 18. That's what I'm saying. That's like no. you have to be better than Wide the Receiver 18. The top 18 receivers
0: are all stud performances. Yes. Okay, and you're saying and it's is very a, it's it's I don't want to argue about this anymore. Let me just get Are you going to take the better not? No. Okay then. <laughs> that, that, that's your problem then. Moving all on. right. Let's move on to Kansas City. Pat Mahomes. I'm not buying it. I I'm buying it to an extent, but Everyone spending all this fab dollars on him in the waiver wire and starting him over good quarterbacks. Yo, relax. Thank if you. you're
1: spending fab on a quarterback, you're an idiot.
0: Someone dropped 40
1: bucks in fab in the Broto like, league. Like I don't want, I don't want to be a douche. <laughs> don't here. call them idiots. They're in our league, bro. No, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to be a douche here, but if you spend a majority of your fab on a quarterback, you need to. It's it, not a smart. You need to start movie. over. Can we just talk about? All right, he was, he looked good last week, right? Fine. But he hit Tyreek Hill, on a, Tyreek Hill on a slant, and Hill took it to the house. That was all him. Two of his other touchdowns were little pitches, basically handoffs. Yeah, they
0: were. They were handoffs. And
1: then Tyreek Hill took another punt return to the house. I, I feel like I know I'm a Jets fan, but the same thing with Sam Darnold. Tyreek Hill is so good. He he did, he, Sam Darnold looked really good, though, like the little did. things he did. Moving out of the pocket, little I mean, so Mahomes head run. fakes he did.
0: So did Mahomes. And stuff
1: like that. Yes, but are people running out to get Darnold on their team?
0: No. That's a good point. Because he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. He has Quincy <laughs> oh, shit. Uh Pat Mahomes, yeah, I, I mean, he only he only threw the ball 15 times. And for those of you who are panicking about Travis Kelsey, I say let him throw the ball more than 15 times and let's see what happens. I say if this week doesn't go Kelsey's way,
1: I'm going to start to be a little concerned. Uh, I think that it's not going to go his way. In four games against Pittsburgh in his career, he has a total 164 yards and one touchdown.
0: So that is an average of about 41 five fantasy points. Forty one yards, I meant to say. Interesting. Tyreek Hill starting him. He's more than he's there's guys who are gotta love him. Yeah, there's guys who are just deep threats. This guy is a really good wide receiver that's also a deep threat. He's just faster than everybody else. He's so good. It's yeah. glorious. Sammy Watkins. I know you guys are fe- nope. feel very strongly about Sammy Watkins not being a on, fantasy man. viable player this season. No. He's not gonna get enough work. I want to see Pat Mahomes throw it more than fifteen times before I just let him out. Fair uh, too. Kareem Hunt, he got sixteen of the twenty-one running back touches. So
1: enough with this whole Spencer Ware stuff. If he got one of those um, little sweep handoffs that they did, they did it to D'Anthony Thomas and Tyreek Hill. If he got one of those handoffs and brought it into the end zone, nobody would be talking about a down week. So yeah, he's another guy I'm cool with like going to grab if someone is down on him because of a a lacking first week i mean he's still the guy it's still an andy Reid offense
0: and finally our last game for episode one of the preview philadelphia at tampa bay um raise your hand anyone in the world right now if you saw tampa bay fits magic lighting up the saints defense
1: what on earth are we what world do we live in? shout out to the saints for making me lose money in vegas i had them in all my parlays because i thought it was the easiest call ever that's crazy. So many people had the Saints. The, the easiest Survivor call ever, ever was too. Ravens. Dude, yeah, like, the easiest call ever Ravens. Like,
0: uh, Ravens, Rams. 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 Uh,
1: well, I didn't count that because it was Monday night, but Rams was the easiest call in the century yeah. of calls. I couldn't bet because I wasn't going to be Vegas Monday night. I wanted to cash the check if I won, you know, so I couldn't bet on that. I wanted to bet on the Jets Monday night too. Those two games I was mad confident about. I was like, why do these have to be Monday night? The teaser is when you change the lines, right? I would have teased it all yeah. the way up to 20 for that Rams game. <laughs> um,
0: why do you, Jason? Not do you not get for nothing? Odds when you do that? Uh, yeah, not, of course. It's like you, uh, it's a teaser. It's three games, and then you could f- move the line whichever way you want to move it.
1: So if you do like the Rams minus twenty,
0: you probably get some pretty damn better fucking odds. good odds yeah. there, <laughs> right? Like right. if Jason actually did that, right? But that's why <laughs> no one ever hits those. Interesting. Um, I would have hit <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I think they won by twenty. I'm you Jason. J- look, Jason no. did say that. All right, so Ryan Fitzpatrick, he won someone a million dollars in the Millionaire Maker on Daily. Um, way to go, not knowing anything about football, guy. Who he, won. Yo, PFF gave he his greatest a ninety-six point one.
1: Are you? Dude, we 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 lived Fitz magic
0: in the past. It happens. We lived the Fitz magic. It sprinkles sometimes. A thunderbolt strikes right where it needs to strike with Ryan. Fitzpatrick. The dude
1: could just throw down the field. Yeah, it's that's never been a problem
0: with his, <laughs> and he loves it. He loves doing uh, it. With that being said, you can't start him this week. Nope. No, not at all. Definitely no. Okay. Um, definitely <laughs> not against his Philadelphia defense. I I wouldn't be surprised if the the Bucks get shut out against his defense. I I mean, listen, I'm not I'm not calling it. I'm not saying they are. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Mike Evans, <coughs> he looked really good for the first time in a year. He looked like he, he was did. fresh. He looked he looked different. Uh, lots Lattimore. Of, yeah, beat Matt Lattimore a couple times, some yards after catch. Uh, he looked fast. He looked quick. He uh, also looked really good because Fitzpatrick throws to wide receivers. This is the, He only throws to wide receivers. James Winston only throws to tight ends. This is the truth. Um, you're playing Mike Evans this week, and I'm, you're pretty happy about it because this Philadelphia uh, secondary is not their strong suit.
1: No, yeah, I agree. Cornerbacks aren't what you think about when you think of the Eagles. Although
0: that. Darby had a good game last week.
1: No, they have good cornerbacks, but... Their line and is really what disrupts everything.
0: Deshaun Jackson hasn't practiced.
1: Chris Godwin, baby. Michael, I love me some Chris Godwin. Talk about him. So Chris Godwin, as the starter, as someone who's played 70% of snaps or more in his career, has been a wide receiver three or better in all those games. And for some reason, despite knowing that he was going into the season as a starter over Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson only played 25%. Of the snaps last week, folks, by the way. So, he yes, he capitalized with two huge plays, but it's not like he was on the field taking Godwin snaps. Godwin was there the whole time, and he ended up with a touchdown, and what was it, 40 yards or so, I believe? And now he's going to Philadelphia. Yes, it's a tough matchup, but like I said, he's never been outside the top 36 receivers. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, there's going to be no Deshaun Jackson because he's hurt. So it's literally only... Uh, Evans and Godwin. Deshaun Jackson, uh, excuse me, Ryan Fitzpatrick does not throw to tight ends. O.J. Howard was not involved at all. Cameron Brait wasn't even targeted. So it's literally the Evans and Godwin show. Fire Godwin up. I have him as my wide receiver 31, I believe, this week. My wide receiver 33. uh, Fire him up as a wide receiver three. I don't love, if it was a better matchup, I'd have him higher, but the Eagles defense is very stout defense. Mm Mm-hmm. But I still like Godwin as a wide receiver three this week. Peyton Barber? Not someone I love. I said last week Peyton Barber was last in the league last year in big runs. He is more of a, I'll get you four yards every play type of guy. And that's not someone you want against a top five run defense. And that's what the Eagles are. And he's all, that's also not someone you want in a game that you're probably going to be trailing. So I don't like Peyton Barber this week. Um, um, we oh, wow, that was uh, very in sync. I'm not... Against Peyton Barber like you are. I think he's pretty not a terrible play here. I could I have him in a flex in one league. I'm okay with that.
0: I'm cool flexing him this he week. He had fifteen rushes last too, week,
1: sixty seven yards. He he when he was given the opportunity, he played well. Uh I think he'll he'll get a good amount of opportunity in this game. Hopefully he's more involved
0: in passing downs, so. Uh all right. Uh OJ Howard and Cameron Brait. You are not starting either of them as long as Ryan Fitzpatrick is that quarterback. Basically. Jason, you agree? Yeah. So that's it for our first episode. Uh, remember, we tune didn't in. Talk about the Eagles, Tim. Tim why do I Kennedy, keep doing Tim this? Tim you keep 20 doing. 20. That. Why do I keep doing
1: this? I know it's early in the season, but there are thirty-two teams. I don't know why.
0: 30. And I don't, like. And it's important to talk about these players on the Eagles. It's important. You're a funny guy, Tim. You're a funny guy. Zach Ertz did not have a good game. Are you nervous at all?
1: Absolutely not. he had one of the highest target shares of any player in the league, uh, including tight ends. And, yeah, he dropped a couple passes, but Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, it doesn't matter. Zach Ertz is the go-to guy there. So Ertz didn't have a drop pass in, like, three years, and then he dropped two. Yeah, he'll be fine. Mike Wallace,
0: um, everyone's favorite sleeper last week. He had Zero points. three huge
1: possible plays that did not connect, though.
0: Are you taking a flyer if you're in a 14-team league? Um, uh, There's worse flyers.
1: There's worse flex flyers. I I agree. Mm. If I'm really like, if I was a Doug Baldwin, Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram owner guy, and like you don't have the depth, I'm I'm kind of okay with Mike Wallace being in the flex. I do love Aguilar this week. Though. Aguilar is in a He's great spot. He's a must spot. start. You saw how many points a buck second there give up last week, and Agalor is the main target there. Eight catches and thirty three yards is not something to write home about, but eight catches, bro. Yeah.
0: What about Nick Foles? No, Is I like him better than
1: Fitzpatrick this week.
0: I agree. I would, I would start more face. I think he's streamable against a really yeah, terrible guys defense. aren't.
1: No, I disagree. No. Yeah, I, I would never really come close to starting. There, there, are a lot of good. We'll talk about a quarterback that I'm streaming in the next episode. But
0: there are a lot of good quarterbacks to stream yeah, this week. So I don't the, really want to talk about that. The fact that the, the fact that the Bucks gave up forty, I mean forty-eight. I mean, sorry, scored forty-eight. <laughs> there you go. Really, you know, hides the fact they gave up forty. That defense is still bad. Um, yep. That running back situation, Darren Sproles got to start and got almost all the first half carries to that everyone's surprise. No one knew what the hell was going on there. He didn't
1: even look good. Like, it was yeah. just weird. Like, he looked like he was, like, I felt, I felt kind of bad. Like, he looked like he was trying to be Darren Sproles. Like, he's a shell of Darren Sproles now.
0: Corey Clement was juking no one in the backfield every time he got the ball. <laughs>
1: no, Jay Jai is the guy. Corey Clement was another guy that I had no idea why people were spending a tenth round pick on him, but I saw it everywhere. I, I didn't understand that at I all. I think it became clear last week that Ajayi is far superior than everyone, and I think Doug Peterson realized that too. Because in the there, second half, when they needed him, Jay Jai was a guy, and he Jai was running good, man. He was. He was really. He was Ajayi running strong. had running nine wrong, snaps quick. in the first half to Sproles twenty-one, and then in the second half, Sproles had eight, and Ajayi
0: had nineteen. He looks slim. Had two touchdowns. Am I am I crazy when I say that? He looks slim. No. No. He does. He right? looks slimmer this year. Um, JJ is obviously the best runner. I wonder, though, if they have the long game in mind and they're going to try and limit his carries in the early in the season and then make it bust later on. Um, that's something to keep an eye uh, on. I if you're think he's die safe this
1: week. The Bucks have allowed a rushing touchdown on seven
0: straight games. I think this week he's a great play. Seven straight. Yeah, games. I think he's a super solid. Fire him up RB2. for a touchdown.
1: Honestly, I feel like he could have a huge game, but at a minimum, I feel like he, he,
0: he at least gets a touchdown on like fifty yards. Uh, yeah, we're on the same taste. Now we can move on. That was actually the end of our first uh, eagle half of this Brodo week, week two preview again remember we touch on everyone who's that's fantasy normal. relevant the only show who touches on everyone that's right so uh we have another half a slate of games to get to tune back in tomorrow jason where can they find you in the Looney? Meantime? tune back in tomorrow at jason petrop at mike underscore patrop yo yeah, can you say at jason petrop again because michael's taking all your shine over here saying because you Lord, said too no we Looney also too.
1: tweet every touchdown on sundays too and sure. thursdays and mondays so if you want to hear about everyone and tweet about everyone where are your people at Broto Fantasy, but I'm at Jason Petrop. I'm at Mike underscore Petrop, but I already said that.
0: At Tim Petrop on all social media outlets, but only frisque, if you're feeling frisque, real, real, frisque. real frisky. At Broto Fantasy, like we said. Tune in tomorrow for the second half of everyone, uh, every player that is fantasy relevant in the NFL. Uh, and that's it. And
1: check out our rankings. See you later. Later.